You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, I'm so glad to have you with us today. I am in my leadership edition of the How to Win, and I am delighted to have you taking this journey with me. I'm teaching a broad series entitled The Essence of Leadership. That word essence means a basic trait or set of traits that define or establishes the character of someone or something. So we're looking at this leadership thing, and here's what I want you to do. We completed part one. In part one, our subject was what is leadership? I made this statement in part one. Uh, I said that it's possible to have a title and a position and to not know who you, you are. So in that part, what is leadership? We was just trying to discover who am I as a leader? What is leadership? Well, we're getting ready to start part two of this series. It's going to be a blessing. Now, I want to give you some introductory uh, things that I want you to do. I want you, as we approach this second step in our journey, I want you to self-evaluate. I want you to reflect. I want you to think as I'm teaching you, I want you to think about what principle or what thought or what thing stands out in your thinking. I want you to look for an aha moment and aha moment. That's a moment when you get a revelation. It may be something you've never heard before, you did not know, or it was said in a way that came at you in a different way, an aha moment. I want you to also listen for confirming words, things that maybe God has uh, taught you or instructed you or directed you to do, and, and something is said that confirms that. That will let you know that you're on the right track. And always think about how can I take what I'm hearing and apply it to my leadership. Now, listen carefully. Don't be offended by or disturbed by my repetition. Repetition is a part of my strategy. Repetition is the key to learning. So you may hear some things that I said in part one, but don't let that offend you. Remember when you were growing up, if you're an adult now, you were growing up as a child, there were things that your parents or grandparents said or coaches or teachers said, and they said it over and over and over. And it's those things that made an impact on your life. So don't be disturbed or offended by my repetition. It is a part of my strategy. So let's get started with part two of the essence of leadership. 
And part two is entitled, What are the Goals of Leadership? Part one, what is leadership? Part two, what are the goals of leadership? I also made this statement in part one. I said that it's possible to have the role and the responsibility of leading people and not know what you are doing. Been there and done that. I've had the role, I've had the responsibility in the past of leading people, and I did not have a clue about what I was doing. Now, I want to help you with that. I want to coach you. I want to mentor you so you will know what you are doing. And if you're not in a leadership position, but you have aspirations of becoming a leader, I want you to fast forward in your thinking and see yourself in a leadership position. Let's get started. What are the goals of leadership? What are we trying to accomplish these lessons are based off biblical principles. So I have a text here in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 3 through 4. It says, to him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name. And he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Obviously, this is talking about Jesus, the greatest leader to ever live. And the scripture says that Jesus, this great, the greatest leader, he goes out before his sheep and it says that he leads them out. So he has intentionality, he has a purpose, he has a desire to lead his sheep to pasture land. He's leading them for growth and development. But notice there is a connection there. In order to lead people and grow people, you have to have a connection. Scripture says that he calls his sheep, his own sheep, by name, there's a connection. The scripture says the sheep follows him because they know his voice, connection. So if you're going to lead people, you're going to have to get involved in their life. You're going to have to know something about them and they have to know something about you. So we're talking about what are the goals of leadership? What are we trying to accomplish Number one, in this lesson, we're going to talk about the first goal of leadership. Number one, the goal of leadership is developing people while delivering good results to the organization. That's a good, that, that, that's a good insight. The goal of leadership, the, number one, this is the first goal that we will discuss. The goal of leadership is developing people while delivering good results to the organization. Now, you notice here two words, developing and delivering, developing and delivering. 
But there are two things in juxtaposition that I want you to focus on in this number one goal. That's people and results. Two things in juxtaposition as a leader you should be thinking about. People, results. People, the development of people, the delivering of results to the organization. People, results. Come on, say it. People, results. Say it one more time. People, results. I want you to notice that the order is important for you, the leader. People before results. Are you listening? People before results. Now listen at this. What happens, and the leader needs to be thinking people before results, but what happens when leaders put results before people? What happens when you as a leader put results before people? Well, two things primarily happen. Number one, when leaders put results before people, they use people. Come on, say that. They use people. They use people to build their enterprise rather than using their enterprise to build people. Did you get that? That was good. Did you get that? What happens when leaders put results before people? They use people to build their enterprise rather than using their enterprise to build people. Now, that reminds me something of Zig Ziglar, the great motivator. It reminds me of something that he said. He said this, you don't build a business, you build people, and people build the business. You don't build a business, Zig Ziglar says. You don't build a business, you build people and people builds the business. So what happens when a leader puts results before people? Secondly, people become expendable. And you know, if you've been walking with me anytime in our journey, I love words, I love words. People become expendable. What does that mean, Mike? What does expendable mean? Expendable means of little importance or significance when compared to an overall purpose and therefore able to be abandoned or discarded. What happens when you as a leader put results before People, the people become expendable. In other words, they are less important, less significant than the overall purpose 
And for this leader, results is the overall purpose. And since results are the overall purpose, then people are expendable or they can be abandoned or discarded in order to get results. In other words, people don't become that important. You use them to build rather than using your enterprise to build the people so the people become expendable. You can abandon them or you can discard them whenever you want to. Now, I uh, led as a pastor for 42 years and eight months. So my background and leadership is in that spiritual realm in church organizations. But these principles apply to any arena that you're in, business arena, education, whatever area, athletics, entertainment, whatever area you're in, these principles apply. But I'm reminded of something that Jesus said, and I want to speak to church leaders for just a moment. Jesus said in Matthew 16, verse 18, he says, I will build my church. I will build my church. Notice that. He said, I will build my church. So many church leaders, why don't you listen to me for a moment, church leaders. Many church leaders are trying to do what only Jesus can do. In Christian ministry, the leader's responsibility is to listen to God's instruction and build the people, and Jesus, through the people, will build the church. Wow. You see, church leaders, often we're trying to build the church and the people are on the backside. But if you understand what I'm teaching you, then we have to make a paradigm shift. We have to shift our focus. We have to continue to listen to what God says, his instructions, his mandates, his directives. And then we have to focus on building the people and then Jesus, through the people, will build the church. Now, we're talking about what are the goals of leadership. And we're dealing with this first goal. This first goal is that leadership is developing people while delivering good results to the organization. And I'm focusing in this lesson, not on the results, I'm focusing on the people. Well, you say you, 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 you did that in part one. Don't get offended now at the repetition, because I'm going to take you deeper today. But let's focus the goal of leadership is to develop people while delivering good results to the organization. We're not talking about the results because we 
are going to find out that the results will be the byproduct of building the people. So let's talk about development. Let's, let's uh, think the rest of the way on development. You have people under you. Think not how can I get results through these people. Don't think that way. Think how can I develop people. And when we look at the scriptures, when we look at the scriptures, the Bible, there are many Bible examples of great developers and leaders are great developers. We see Moses developing Joshua and Joshua went on to be a great leader. We see Elijah developing Elisha and Elisha went on to be a great leader. We see Jesus developing his disciples and his disciples went on to be great leaders. And then we see Paul developing Timothy and Titus and others, and they went on to be great leaders. Now watch this. Great leaders are great developers, and great developers produce great leaders. See, if you're going to be a great leader, you're going to have to focus on developing the people under you, developing the people under you. And great developers develop great or produce great leaders. I was reading an article that I, I thought really speaks to what I'm teaching you today. And you can go online and the title of the article, you can Google this. The title of the article was Great Leaders Develop People Intentionally. You can Google it. It's a great article. I won't, I, I can only share parts of it, but you can Google it. The title of the article is Great Leaders Develop People Intentionally. A study was done. The article goes on that the, a study was done of 700, about 700 senior leaders. And this is what the article said, and I'm summarizing it. It said that most organizations hold their executives and managers accountable for achieving business results. Now, follow me. The article said, most organizations hold their executives and managers accountable for achieving business results. But only 10%, come on, say 10%, only 10% hold executives accountable for developing their direct reports. Now that speaks to what I'm talking about. And the article says something and it just jumped out at me. It said, if business managed, if businesses manage their money as carelessly as they manage their people, most businesses would be bankrupt. Wow. Wow. And you notice that the article is, is really validating what I'm saying. And, and that's true of most leaders. They focus on results. 
not understanding that it is people. You're working through people to get the results. So let's switch that. Rather than focusing on the results, let's focus on developing the people under us and the results will flow naturally to us. Now, what are the benefits? We're talking about development. What are the benefits of developing people? What are the benefits of developing the people? Well, there's two people under you, three people report to you. Whether it's 12 people report to you, what are the advantages or benefits of developing the people that report to you or the people that you're accountable for leading? Number one, when you focus on development, and it's a paradigm shift because most leaders focus on results. It's a paradigm shift, a shift in our thinking, in our mentality, in our focus. But what, what are the benefits? Number one, you'll have increased performance. If you focus on developing the people that report to you, that's under you, then you will have increased performance from them. Number two, your organization will have a healthier culture. 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 Culture is simply the way things feel working around here. An analogy would be a fish tank. Fish tank has water in it and you put fish in it and rocks and stones in it and, and you decorate the fish tank. But really the key to the, the fish surviving is the water and the food, the water and the water. So if you think of the water in the fish tank as being culture, culture, and now let's dump some polluted water in the fish tank, even though the fish are healthy and even though the, the everything looks good in terms of the sand and the rocks and the, the little artificial trees you have in the fish tank, the fish will not survive because the water is polluted. Think of the water as being culture. Now, let's put fresh water in the fish tank. And all things being equal, you feed in the fish, the fish will survive and, and thrive and grow. The water is fresh or the water is polluted. The water is culture. And every organization, every family, every workplace, every church environment has a culture. And I'm saying that if you will spend the time to develop the people under you, then you will have a healthier culture. Number three, what, what are the benefits of developing people? Greater productivity. You're going to have greater productivity. That's what you want. You want results. You want productivity. If you shift your focus, you'll have greater productivity. Higher talent retention. Many organizations and churches and different arenas have high um, uh, 
you know, high rates of people leaving the, of the organization or leaving the church or leaving the department or leaving the ministry. But when you focus on developing the people, then you will have a higher talent retention because it's tough when you spend time with people and resources and salaries and benefits, and then the people go somewhere else. You want to be able to retain your talent. But people want to be developed. They want to feel like they're growing. Increase customer satisfaction. You spend time with those reporting to you, then they're going to perform at a high level and the people that they connect with the customers will have greater customer satisfaction and then finally increase growth. And that's what you want. So let's shift now. Let's think, because a part of what I'm attempting to do, God told me this in this new phase of my leadership. I'm no longer a pastor now, but my calling is to to coach and mentor leaders. So let's shift. And part of what I'm attempting to do is to help you to think. You know, leaders are thinkers. So now, what are some keys to developing others? The people that are under you report to you. It may be leaders that report to you. What are the keys to developing people? Maybe you don't have any leadership, but you got some people that you want to develop as leaders. So what are the keys to developing leaders? Now, if you've been with me anytime, especially when I was a pastor, I just like this thing about seven. I just, I just like seven. Seven is the number of completion. So I want to give you some keys. They may, this is not an exhaustive list, but it will get you started, you know, and, and, and maybe it's just a refresher for you. Okay. What, let's look at some keys, and I have seven. Number one, if you're going to develop people, then you must understand that people is your business most important assets. People is your business most important asset. Not technology, not machinery, not equipment. People is your most important asset. That's the beginning point of developing people. Number two, to develop people, you must position people for growth first by recognizing the development gap. You develop people for growth by first recognizing the development gap. Okay, Mike, what do you mean by development gap? I mean, by development gap, the difference between where people are now and where they need to be based on their personal goals and the organization goals uh, that are put before them. I said that again. Positioning people for growth. That's number two. Positioning people for growth 
by recognizing the development gap, the difference between where the people are and where they need to go based on their personal goals, and they will have personal goals, and then based on the organization's goals, and your organization will have goals for those people. Now, when we think about uh, this uh, development gap, we're, 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 it requires some connection. You know, it, it requires some interaction that you have with those people. You can't just give them assignments, you know, go do this, go do that, and they're going to develop. So you want to understand the development gap. That's number two. And then number three, you want to understand what capabilities are needed to get this person or these people under you from where they are to where they need to be based off their personal goals and the organization's goals for them, then you need to understand, number three, what capabilities are needed. Now, I want you to think, generally speaking, and then I want to get more specifics in uh, talking about capabilities. What are the capabilities what are the capabilities needed? What, what do they need to be capable of doing? And you have to think in two areas or two categories. Number one, head elements, heart elements, say that. Head elements, heart elements. Head elements involves knowledge, skill, or technical competences, knowledge, skill, technical competences. That's what I mean by head elements. But in developing people, you have to think beyond just knowledge and competence, technical uh, capabilities. You have to also think about the heart of the individual. And heart elements involve integrity, Courage, things like integrity, courage, work ethic, resilience, ethics, ethics, emotional intelligence. And that's, uh, you know, I did a teaching one time on emotional inner leadership thing on emotional intelligence, and it is broad. It would include some of the things that I taught in the, my podcast on leading yourself, personal awareness. It would include things like uh, managing your emotions. So there are head elements and then there are heart elements. That's in a general way of thinking. But let's boil it down in specific needs that they may have, specific needs they may have. Number one, we're talking about understanding what capabilities are needed. They need, let's get specific. They may need knowledge-based growth. 
knowledge base needs. That would include things or maybe address by online courses. You can have them, the people following you, to listen to online courses. They can listen to my podcast and, and help them in their uh, knowledge base needs. Workshops, reading assignments. Sometimes it's good when you find a good book on leadership and, and you have your, your people that's following you to read those uh, books or read that book. Book clubs, retreats, uh, lunch and learn discussions, knowledge base needs. Sometimes to develop the capacity, not sometimes, but really all the time, to develop the capacities of your followers, they may need to enhance or uh, de develop their knowledge base. And that's really some of what I'm doing in my podcast. Or it may be practical skill needs that they have. Maybe they need computer training. Maybe they need training on organization, organizing their workplace, organizing their work, organizing uh, their goals. They may need time management training. They may need negotiation training. This is practical skill-based needs. Sometimes when you're developing people, they have attitude or behavior need growth. Attitude, you know, attitude is important. Sometimes people can be strong in their knowledge. They can be strong in their practical skills, but have a bad attitude. So when they have attitude or behavioral needs, then you want to deal with coaching and mentoring so that you can assist them in learning new ways to behave and think, their, their attitude. And then finally, there may be leadership skill needs. Leaders, leadership is huge, and that's why I'm taking my time in these podcasts, because I want to develop your skills in a lot of different areas. Maybe it's thinking strategically. Maybe it's solving problems. Maybe it may be motivating workers. It may be stress management. These are leadership skills. So we're talking about keys to developing Others, number one, understanding that people is your business most important asset. Number two, positioning people for growth by recognize, first recognizing the development gap. Number three, understanding what their capabilities are. And we talk generally and specifically. And then number four, Number four, the fourth key to developing others is to establish performance objectives. You want to put before the people some objectives, goals that you want them to accomplish in whatever area you're trying to develop them in. Number five, you want to always always, number five, you want to always take responsibility for providing tools 
trainings, opportunities for growth. You want to always give people what they need to be successful. It may be tools, it may be training, it may be opportunities that uh, in the business world they call these stretch opportunities, helping people to learn new skills uh, for their growth. You want to always take responsibility, uh, number five, of providing people with what they need to be successful. Number six, if you're going to develop people, you have to always give regular constructive feedback, regular constructive feedback. Let people know how they are doing. And then number seven, you want to always measure progress, measure progress. Now, let's close this out by, by briefly saying, okay, what is the result of development. We talked about the importance of development, the benefits of developing people under you. We gave you some keys to develop. What results? What will happen? What, what are the results? The results of development, taking the time. And remember, you don't have a time problem. You have a priority problem. Taking the time to develop people under you will produce comprehensive value. Come on, say comprehensive value. Comprehensive value. What is that? Compre comprehensive value is when the leader adds value to the followers, whether the followers are employees or volunteers or partners or contractors, it is, is adding value to the followers, but it's also adding value to the organization the business, the church, the ministry, the institution. You're adding value to the followers, add value to the organization. What you're doing though, you're shifting your focus and your priority from the results to the development and you'll get the results. Now, I've covered a lot of territory in this first goal, but all I'm trying to do and you're going to have to go back and listen to it. All I want you to do is begin to think. If I can just help you to think deeper, broader, it's going to grow you. You're going to grow as a leader because great leaders are thinkers. They know how to think through problems and situations and challenges and difficulties and adversity. Great leaders are thinkers. And so that's what I'm attempting to do. Listen, I'm out of time, but I trust that it's been worth your time. We're talking about what are the goals of leadership, and we'll only cover one in this lesson. The goal of leadership is developing people while achieving good results to the organization. And we spent the whole time on the development side. I trust that you've been blessed. I want you to go back and listen to this podcast. And I believe that you are growing, increasing, and operating on the high level as a leader. Thank you for taking this journey with me. I'll see you next time.